Well, here we are again. I'm back. Yeah, I was. I'm back. How was your uh, your quick little uh, uh, change de vivre, if you will? Um, that was not correct. Excuse by the way. me, what did you call me? <laughs> you know what I called you. A Sean Devive? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. No, I was just, I was wondering how your little life change was. Your, oh, yeah. My, your my, brief little My experiment. jaunt into, yeah. to, where'd we say, where'd you guys say I was? Outer space? I don't remember. I'll be honest. I, okay. Well, the, the truth is I was in San Francisco and then I was in Lala, or I was at uh, Chicago for mm-hmm. Lala. Um, I think we called it San Fran. San Fran. Yes. Like, as like, the yeah. people call it. They call right. it San Fran there. Yeah. Um, it was it was fun. It was uh, cool to be in a new city and kind of have to find things to do without knowing very many people. Right. Yeah. Luckily, I I knew enough that it wasn't really that big of a deal. Okay. Um, yeah, San Francisco in the summertime. Don't go there. I would say <laughs> it's really cold. It was like fifties and sixties. I was not prepared with like. I, I I planned to with some layers like some like pants and sweaters and yeah. stuff, but like not enough. It was freezing like all the time. Jesus. I was wearing my Lady Gaga Chromatica sweater <laughs> literally like every other day. Yeah, yeah. Like, which I mean, Stan. I mean, meanwhile, it's ninety degrees here. Ninety. I'm sweating. Yeah. And the one thing I don't like about San Francisco weather, and I don't think it gets much better no matter what time of year it is, is that it's um. You always have to bring like a light jacket, no matter where you go, like no matter a, what a the fall weather's jacket. like. Sometimes you're gonna have to not wear the jacket. Sometimes you're gonna have to wear the jacket, but you always have to bring one. And then what do you do then? Do you tie it around your waist? That's exactly the question I ask. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's tough. It's annoying. Yeah. I like summer because it's like you gotta put. A, you, don't, you don't wear any layers. You don't need to. And then right. in the winter time, it's like you kind of have to be intentional about where you're gonna go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you don't want to have to put on and take off layers so much. Right. And then if you, you know, if you tie your little fall jacket up over, you know, your shoulders, some people might think, oh, rich. Well, so the the you thing know? for me is I have bought these shorts that I'm like obsessed with uh-huh. that I'm not wearing them right now. I'm not wearing them right now. <laughs> but they, they do wonders for your ass. For your booty. Like, I think you told me about this. They they do a little bit of that separation between cheeks, so your butt just looks plump. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, is there some sort of built-in device in the back there? Or how are we achieving this? The the inseam just rides a little higher up in the crack. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, sure. Yeah. That's, I think, what, how they do it. Okay. But it's a pattern-making You solution. can't be tying around your waist because it's going to cover your fucking ass. And you also don't want to be wearing a sweater when you're trying to show off your ass. So did you, did you carry it off a limp wrist? What did you end up doing? No, I was just freezing all the time. <laughs> I said, no, uh-uh. I'm not doing this. I'm not participating in this game. Well, and I just was freezing. That's one way to do it. <laughs> you grin and you bear it. And tight. Well, that sounds really fun. It was. It was. It was a blast. Um, by the time we're recording this, mm-hmm. you will officially be thirty. How what was the last couple of days of your your twenties? Uh, the last couple of days of my twenties, I kept ending sentences or providing rationale along the the lines. Well, like, well, you know, I'm very young. Like, I haven't seen this TV series because I'm very young. It just missed me. 
So I said, like, every day I said something along those lines, just so people knew and I could remember myself that way. Um, and that's pretty much what I did the whole time. I have to... I. I'm in my 30s. I'm already in yeah. my 30s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely, <laughs> you know, I don't, there definitely is now like a, I look at the young, the youngsters of the world mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't really belong here with these, <laughs> these, these youngsters. I, very different. But at the same time, like, I don't feel old yet, except for my joints. Yeah. There are some joints where like my Amen, knee, amen to that. My knees in particular. Sister. Oh, hooey. Yeah. That the, is a tough one. For this me. lower back mm-hmm. uh, fought in in Vietnam, I think. Oh, uh, and, and yeah. you know what? We're not sure if it survived. <laughs> no, I don't think it did. It's not all here. I don't think it did, I'll be honest. Um, but for my birthday, my sisters were nice enough to surprise me with a Kylie Wines tasting. Oh yeah. Kylie Minogue. Her wine line is here, finally. So I, I saw on your Instagram there mm. were three bottles, is that yeah. correct? Yep. And mm. two of them looked like similar branding, but one of them looked a little different. Oh yes. What was up with that? The more stout bottle, uh the shorter, more stout bottle was their higher end Prosec or higher end rose. Okay. And then they had like a midline rose and then uh prosecco which a cheap prosecco or what is sixteen dollars very affordable very affordable and i have to say maybe the best prosecco i've ever had in my life it was legitimately good like not just one of those oh okay celebs putting out a a, a wine i'm gonna tell that to my coworker that's obsessed with um with prosecco okay that's like what she loves to drink yeah she just moved here from um Paris, actually. Oh, okay. Bonchance. No. I don't know if it was from Paris or from England, but like she. One she, of the two. She goes back, like she's from, I think, Paris and she's been living in England. Okay. I don't know if she's back. In, she's been back. I don't know. Okay. Came to Minnesota. But no, no, she's in oh. San Francisco area. San yeah. Fran. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Bay Area. Sure. We took her out because I was in town there and we took her out to, um, to like a team dinner. Yeah. Guess mm-hmm. where we went? Uh, Olive Garden. Very close. We went to Chili's. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, out of, all, out of all of the places that we could have taken her to kind of, like, welcome her to America, I don't think there's a better option than Chili's. Uh, that's, that's, that's an option. That is, that is an option. Now, tell me, do they still have, a uh, like, a molten lava cake on their dessert menu? They do, and they also have a skillet cookie. Okay. But honestly, they don't yeah. have, they don't have the, what is it, the... The, the bloomin' not the bloomin' onion. It's something else. It's the what is Chili's like signature? Dish? No, not the baby back ribs. It's not the baby back ribs. I don't. There's what like, else do they have that's proprietary? I don't know. They so like on like the a office, cheeseburger. So <laughs> to prepare for this, I watched one of the office episodes that they go to Chili's. Oh, I forgot. And about Michael's that. like goes. That my baby, my, my baby, baby, my baby, my baby. Yep, uh, yeah. But then there's also like yep. he's trying to to steer it away from business in an effort to like continue to build a relationship, and yes. he orders this thing. Oh, it's oh, not... oh, my God! Oh, I don't. Awesome know what... blossom, awesome blossom, awesome blossom. How the fuck did you know that? Um, because I remember movies and TV like nobody's business, and I just now. I remember Michael Scott being like, oh, no, some blossom, you know, that kind oh, of yeah. thing. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. So that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Um, that was a great episode. Great episode. Great episode. I just want to um, put it on the record here because I don't think it ended up making it into the episode. Oh. 
top bop of last week's episode. That's right. That's was right. special for me. Okay. Um, biggest flop. Yep. Get it in there. You know what? I actually need to look it up because I forgot what it was. <laughs> yep. But I, I sometimes that happens. I would have like to be honest. I would have probably defended this album until all of y'all gave it a bop because it truly was really good. Hmm. Um, I really okay. enjoyed um, this episode. What did we review last week? Lizzo, oh, Lizzo's right. um, special. Oh yeah, no, I stand by my my plot. <laughs> no, I thought it was I thought it was really fun. It was yeah. really good energy, and it's it always good energy. If, if I was gonna flop a song on the Apple Music version, it always there's like a the final song is a special message message from Lizzo where she goes like, "Well, it's here." And I'm just so thankful that y'all get to listen to it. I had fun making it, and I hope you have fun listening to I it. I love those little artist promos that they obviously have to do. Oh, yeah. Oof. Terrible. Oh, Terrible. Awful. Never good. But we're not here to talk about Lizzo. That was last week. No. She's had her moment. We're here to talk about probably one of the biggest, as, as the gays are referring to it, the biggest cultural resets in history. <laughs> the gays have opinions, and they're usually pretty, you know... They're strong. Pretty out there. There's a lot of panache. And we'll get into it. But, we'll get into it. I but, saw, I did see some tweets that were like the second coming of Christ or something, you know? That level, yeah. yeah. I would say that the gays have reacted louder and more viciously than they have Vicious. ever in their lives, especially louder and more viciously than their response to the monkeypox outbreak. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely saw more awareness of uh, this album than I saw of where to go to, to, yeah. to get your local, y- local yeah. dose. None of that. Um, so speaking <laughs> of um, the, the cultural reset, we have uh, a guest that I experienced one of Beyonce's last cultural resets with. Oh, wow. And we had to get repeat of the podcast guest mm-hmm. on this that's week right. we have um bottomless coffee host that's right jerome evans on the pod welcome jerome oh my gosh hi everybody it's so nice to be here again this is really exciting oh jerome gosh. last time you were here we <laughs> reviewed right. club future nostalgia that's right oh, we did have you yeah. have you gone back and um and re-listened to that yeah. album since i have not Mm. Um, be honest, mm. which one, which album are you looking forward to reviewing more? You can, you can, it's fine if it was Dua. <laughs> I am like a little stressed out over reviewing this album oh, because yeah. I feel like the pressure is high. The pressure is high. We can't make any mistakes here. And you know what I do when the pressure gets too high for me? You turn down the heat. Okay. That's right. Is that? And I get, and I get high. You gotta get high that too. to be high. That's the answer I was expecting. <laughs> you gotta get high to be high. That's a good one. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on one of those like cross stitch mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. That... above the, above your toilet. You gotta get high to be high. <laughs> I didn't know you could macrame. Exciting. <laughs> Crochet. I you know I can't, but I'm sure I could find someone on Etsy to put whatever message I want on something. Someone will do it. Someone will do <laughs> it. Um, well, so. We're reviewing Beyonce's Renaissance. Mm-hmm. All caps. Um, which is, is, I think the official title is Act One, colon, Renaissance. Oh. oh. That's I don't right. know if y'all heard, but this is supposed to be a part one of a trilogy mm. of, of new albums that'll be coming out by Beyonce. What do y'all think of announcing a trilogy? And what are you, what are you hoping the next two albums will be like? Wow. 
I, I feel like she probably already has those done or yep. oh, like, yeah. or very much near done. Cause I always get nervous with announcing a trilogy of sorts and that, like, I know my work ethic and I'd be like, <laughs> I'd fuck myself over. Cause I'd be like, the second one's coming guys. And oof. like telephone part two or whatever. Lost to history. When are we getting it? When are we getting <laughs> do, you, do you remember the rumors that it was going to be on this album? Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be um, the space, whatever it's called. Oh, um, <laughs> what's that song called? Alien Superstar? Yeah we, were, yeah. we were all thinking, like, out of songs, that would be a Gaga song. Yeah. That would be the one. Yeah. A little disappointed it wasn't on this album. But, you know, rumors abound when Beyonce is working on a new project. I mean... She caused a lot of conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of like, so to to me, this this album, or at least like her announcing it and doing this kind of multi album release, mm-hmm. it does. And I don't want to like. I'm gonna probably get read for filth for this a little bit, okay. but it does feel like she's trying to take a page out of Taylor Swift's playbook with oh, like the re releases, where she was just like. I'm going to go batshit crazy. You're going to get sick of me by the end of this. But what also reminded me like a little bit of what you were just talking about with, with the like announcing three and being like, Oh shit, I have to put out two more. (laughs) Yeah. Is like, we haven't gotten a new Taylor Swift album, like a new re-release since red last fall. You know what? Someone out there has like, keywords set up and when they hear they're gonna get this podcast flag and they'll be like the people are talking the people are talking do another taylor's version release (laughs) they got to they have to the other thing i don't know if y'all speaking of taylor swift i don't know if y'all saw all of the memes going around about taylor swift this weekend um i didn't i'll be honest jerome I believe they had something to do with her carbon emissions oh yes i did that's right that's it was, it people, was, it, people are so funny. The internet is too much sometimes. One of my favorite ones was Taylor Swift's cameo in Lady Gaga's new music video, and it was the plane flying in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it seems that our, our girl T Swift is a bit of a fossil fuel hog. I'm just gonna here. put this out there because, um, August is one of her songs from folklore, and it, um, and it famously is August. It's famously August. <laughs> Someone, anyone, like first person to do a parody of that song that is about carbon emissions that her plane had. Yes, Weird Al, where are you at? Weird, Weird Al, we need you. This is the moment we've we never said asking. that before. We've never. <laughs> but Weird Al, if you're out there, we really do need you this time. Uh, at Weird Al. At Weird Al. <laughs> Literally, the one thing I was thinking, and that one thing I was thinking about a lot when I was flying around a couple times this, this last couple weeks private? was like, <laughs> private. Always. Taylor Swift jet. <laughs> Yeah, Always. she said it was her friends, and I'm one of them. So yeah, you flashed your bobber flap badge. <laughs> Got me right on in. They flew from California, picked me up, flew me to where I needed to go. That's you right. Know, She's like, tracks. I was just on my way to In and Out. Do you want a ride? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we can stop over there. Right. Yeah. Um, but what were you thinking about? <laughs> why aren't there electric planes yet? Like. Legit. Why aren't there electric planes? If we can have electric cars that like can do all they can do right now, it's like, girl, a plane's so much bigger than a car. You can fit a bigger battery in there. It's probably less weight. Like, 
Why aren't we doing electric planes yet? Come on, Elon Musk. Use that money you're going to buy for Twitter or whatever else and like fucking do that. Right. Yeah. I think, because I looked this up once, I Googled this. You did? The problem is not the plane, because that exists, I think. The problem uh, are the people. People are too heavy. And so it's like... (laughs) Period. I mean, that's... It's not economical to fly like three people, you know? Unless it's Taylor Swift and her two friends on an electric plane. But like... Look, that's honestly the reason for a lot of problems, I think. It's just people's weight. But like... Uh, The battery battery would would weigh too much? It's like the battery that would weigh too much to have to do all that? The battery weighs a lot and the wingspan is like two albatrosses or something. But But listen here. If you have a private jet, you could probably have a private jet that's electric. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Let's get it. It's like into four that. or five people, you know? Because yeah. you just can't have the jacuzzi in the plane anymore. Yeah. Well, I didn't go to school for aerospace engineering. I might have to sit this one out. No, I, I didn't either, but um one You know what? I I do have a friend. I'll call her I'll call her up after this. I'll text her. Just ask her like what's yeah. what's the deal? Why? Yeah, what's, what's going, going on, on here? I mean, if anything. Could it be a hybrid? Could we do like, you know, a, yeah, the Prius, the Prius in the when sky? Yeah. yeah, it would help a, li- a little bit. Come this on. That's a great idea. These are the ideas you have when you are, have access to weed every fucking day. <laughs> That's right. Cough, cough, San Francisco. San Fran. Right over there. That's right. Um, Not to be confused with Hot Lana. Last thing I just want to talk about mm-hmm. before we really dive into this album. Really dive in. Actually, I have a couple things. Okay. Jeez. Jeez. I don't know if they're album related or not, so I have to just check quick. Taylor Swift, Carbon Emissions. Yeah, good. Monkeypox and Market Days. Oh, did we chat about that? We talked about Monkeypox a tiny bit. Okay. Um, okay. Did y'all see the latest about like how effective it's supposed to be with like? I did. Not good. I did. Not after, good. Do you mean after like the first? The fourteen don't. days we are all were thinking it's gonna be like eighty five percent. No, ma'am. Oh, it's like what twenty nine. It's like twenty seven. Yeah. It's it's like you get a quarter. You mean after your first shot? After, after your, your first, first shot, yeah. But, but after your second one, then honey. Well, no, it's not. It's not about. It's not about the shots. It's about the time the it, it the sits time. in your body. Because yeah. twenty eight days when you're getting your second shot, it's already at I think like eighty three percent. And then twenty eight days after, cool ninety seven. A cool ninety seven. Ninety seven point one. That's not bad. Do you think that um, Renaissance will be played on cities ninety seven? Cool ninety seven point one. I, I just so. listen to NPR, so... Do you think they'll play it? I think they might. I think they might, too. Um, what was I going to... Wait, so why are we worried about the the timing on the oh, because monkeypox Literally, like, I... I think a lot of people were thinking, oh, I got my shot two weeks before market days. I'll be good. I'll be good to go. <laughs> Turns out... Did I communicate that to someone? Might have. Yeah. Am I a doctor? Like into this microphone? (laughs) Yeah. Well, actually, I think, actually, I think if I'm listening, I think I remember listening and I think that might have come up on the pod last week. No, this was a DM, I'm sure. Had to have been. Absolutely. I would just say my approach into market days and this, I could come back like in a a week and be like. You going to Steamworks? Not going to go to Steamworks. Well, maybe. Okay. But I'm going to try and stick, if I'm going to have a sexual partner, I'm going to try and have the same one the whole weekend. Smart. But I don't think, I don't think that it, 
like I, I haven't heard and I don't think the news has really reported on it being much more than like intercourse level like that's how you get it like you don't get it from like brushing up and dancing on people well it's not an STI no though the large like the largest amount of transmissions have been sexual yeah yeah Yeah. and so I'm just thinking as long as I like one watch who I'm dancing on to go oh my okay so see if they have any lesions a couple things a couple things sure one I was at Lollapalooza this, this weekend with a friend um, of the pod, Hugo. Hugo, we love. Now and a Chicagoan. Now a Chicagoan. That's right. Um, that I don't know. Chicagoan, Chicagoan. Chicagoan. Um, potato, potato. <laughs> um We were at the, the festival and I like made him go to some, like, I think I'm going to turn him into a circuit queen. Oh, God. <laughs> like... Yeah, why we was went. That? We went to side piece, which was amazing. But then we we also went to um, Duke Dumont, and the second t- like for Duke, he was like, "Let's let's try and find the gays." And I was like, "I think these are the gays over here." And he's and he's like, "Hmm." And then he looks at the back of one of their arms, and they have a bump there. Monkeypox vaccine. Monkeypox vaccine. Period. Oh wow! Yeah, like yeah. I don't. You've have you gotten one yet, Jerome? I have not, but I'm not at high risk. Yeah, you're not really at high risk. So you save it for. But that's a good idea to look your dance partner. You're going to look for people with the bump. Look on the triangle. Look for the bump. Yep. Yep. On the backside, it's mm. or the band aid right there. Like that's yep. a, a pretty clear indicator that they got the vax. Absolutely. You know what the woman said to me when she was giving me my monkeypox vaccine? You're try slut. Out. No, because <laughs> well, that too. She, that's what she opened with. But serves said, you right. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna look for some fat on your. Tra- oh my gosh! I can't. Oh, I might have to put this in your in your stomach. I can't find any fat back here. And I said, you better stop flirting with me. <laughs> it's in your stomach. No, we did oh. end up putting it in the tricep. Yeah, I. And I was like, you you say that to every. I didn't even queen, f- don't you. I didn't feel it go in. I didn't feel like any pain with it. Mm -mm. But then like three days later, it was like, didn't hurt to move or anything, but like pressure on pressure on it. It was like, Ooh. Yeah. And there is definitely a bump, a big old bump. I've heard the second dose leaves like a mound. Oh, Oh. good. Can't wait. Can't wait for the mound. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, August 29, I'll report back. I'll let you know. How do you have, didn't you get yours before me or no? Let me just... Because I'm getting mine on like the 21st, I think. Let me just double check my calendar. I'm pretty sure I, mine was rescheduled. Oh, yeah. Mine was fully just regularly well, scheduled. think yeah. how easy it's going to be to find your dance partners when they've got like small mounds on the back of That's their true. Or... I can't wait for that. I'm going to be like, <laughs> oh my God, your tricep is popping. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I think you have a tumor on your arm. Oh, wait. That's just your vaccine. That's just your vaccine. There you go. So it, your plan, I'm, as I'm hearing it, is yeah. Disregard ide- ideally one sexual partner. Yeah. And then ideally mm-hmm. that partner will have been vaccinated for monkeypox. And ideally that partner... Will you ask them? Oh, oh, the last thing I was going to mention. Oh, okay. That I think is going to be an issue. Hmm. Yeah. And I don't want to... I'm calling people out, but it, I'm, it's from love because maybe other people can take this tactic too, but it's also a thing to think about. People, historically, people that do steroids have, like, really bad vacne. Is it vacne or is it monkeypox? I don't know. Wow, Aaron's calling out anyone who's cycled or is cycling right now. It, But isn't, like, isn't that a thing, though? Like, I've... 
I mean, that is it a thing that people who do the steroids get back knee? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think lots of people get back knee, and I think they are at risk of like a false diagnosis from that the, the errands the in the club. Well, I know, <laughs> right? But like, I, so better, is it better that, safe to be rather better to be safe than sorry? I would I don't say know. in these times, maybe better just to keep your shirt on. Oh, oh, and that's where my Jerome is here. <laughs> Whoa, Jerome. <laughs> Hadn't even crossed our minds. All around. Haven't you know. thought about that. You Have it. you, you know what temperature it gets in the Aragon Ballroom on a Saturday night? About 120 degrees. It, and, and I'm not exaggerating. Okay, so interesting. You've, yeah. If you've been to a steam room, it is worse. That, that level, if not more, in terms of humidity. Horrible. Wow. That's where I got COVID last year. <laughs> Um, I believe that. That is absolutely true. <laughs> it is accurate. You know, control what you can control. If they can turn down the temperature a little bit, <laughs> we'll ask. You we'll know, ask. that we'll would ask. be that would be me in the cup. Yeah. Excuse me. It's just a little, a little warm. hot in here, Jerome. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, then have you been to Jet Set yet? I have not. Uh, girl, girl, it is warm in there. Warm as oh, hell. It's but, like a hot cave. It's yeah. a hot cave. Is it moist? But you know what? It's, yeah. it's 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 also hot. It's fire. It's That's fun. true. Both, it's fun. Both terms. Like jet set never used to be a place people would take their shirts off, but this jet set, this underground one, it, you kind of sometimes have to. You kind of just. Huh. Go for it. Okay, that sounds fun. As soon as yeah. this uh, monkeypox issue is over and done with, I'm excited to go down and have a good time. So six to eight weeks. I can't. Well, I, I can't wait. Um, that you might never, it might become endemic, you know? They're yeah. saying that if it, if it transfers into, like, the prairie dogs, dogs and cats, it's over. Then we're oh my fucked. Then, then, then we're fucked. Yeah. Because, Which, I mean, at this point, par for the course, you know? Yeah, what are you, what are you gonna do? I mean... Nothing. What's next, really? Yeah. I'm just, I'm mentally <laughs> prepping for the next one. Uh, y'all, I watched, like, the first half of Matrix on the plane last night for the first time. The Matrix, the first one? The first one. Oh, okay, work. That's before yeah. your time. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Famously, I had to watch it when I was not 17 because I was so young. So young. And I, I remember that I feel like we, we, we gays are the Neos with the bullets. Yeah. Just dodging Just all dodging those. them all, hopefully. Well, I think we're, we end up getting a couple bullets, you know? Like it we, grazes we get... your leg like in that one yeah. scene on the rooftop. You know. And you fall monkey. back a little bit, but then you get yeah. back up. You get back up. You get back up. And you're back. You're back you up. You do this. your karate pose or whatever he does, <laughs> you know? Um, so TJ, if you're listening, um, mm -hmm. I think we're going to officially maybe talk about the album. Okay. Um, all right. So don't come for us. <laughs> Renaissance. Renaissance. Yay. She, she announces the album. Mm -hmm. She announces break my soul mm -hmm. and she releases four different boxes, mystery boxes with a CD. Oh. Did any of y'all buy any of the boxes? Oh no. No. I did. Oh. What and mystery it, did you solve? It turns out all of them were t-shirts, and they were all just different poses of her on that damn horse. <laughs> you can do, like, a poster or... No, yeah. It, it stationary. It, it is what it, it is. It just gives you four different shirts. I mean... It's pretty uninspired. Like, it, it's pretty uninspired. It's pretty uninspired, but yeah. you know how many people bought all, all four? All four. Oh. Or multiples to ensure that they got all of them? Well, just in case. You don't want to get the wrong shirt. What if there's one that's really good? That's true. Did you like the album art? I fucking love it. Obsessed. She's on a fucking disco horse. Like, what the fuck? It is... It is a cool piece of album art. Mm -hmm. Um... We, the gays, 
are now finding anything that resembles the horse and trying to recreate. Oh, really? oh yeah. <laughs> Including me, um, outside of the Chicago police station, where there is this mm. dog statue that oh. I that I got on. Had Aaron, my I took my shirt off. Aaron was just <laughs> coming off a bender. I definitely out. was coming off of uh, dancing at the at the Lollapalooza. Yeah. Okay. Now I think, and this is just off the top of my head, but I think this album art is a reference to Lady Godiva, right? Isn't she the woman who was on the horse and naked and? She goes down the street and Furiously she's like Googling. telling the truth or whatever. And so what truth did you tell outside of the police <laughs> That's station? That's a great question. I said, I said, officer, if you decided to search me, you would probably find drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's someone, what I was probably yeah. saying. <laughs> someone I know on Instagram the other day posted a an overheard quote uh, that from a, a security person at an event that was going on. And they said, the fanny packs, they're gay. Just let them in. <laughs> there, are, there are drugs in the fanny pack, and they will find a way to get them in regardless. Yeah, you just got to let them in. <laughs> just let them in. Oh. And honestly, that's an ally. That is an ally looking out for the community. That's an ally. What I, w- what I would say is like there are so many better places. I, I think I have the best place to hide it, but I know there are like tons of security guards listening to our podcast. Yeah. So I'm not going to say what it is. A lot of contract security people. But I'll say that my signature look, there's something I like to wear a lot, and they're usually hidden in there. I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll leave you guys to think about that. Your signature underwear. And there are those shorts, those fancy shorts. Not the shorts. We don't need to do detective here. We're not trying to find the answer. He's hiding it in the inseam. I can tell you guys. I can tell you guys after this is done. Jeez. Okay, we'll we'll bring it offline. Look in the area where the cheeks are lifted. <laughs> okay, put your head in a little bit closer. Put your head in. A little... There. And is. then they're gonna go. Is that monkeypox? Oh no! Oh no! No officer. Oh god. Well, speaking of the album art, um, I. I did see that she released a limited edition one-time pressing of her album on vinyl with an alternate um, yeah, cover. I and saw that. Gorgeous. Didn't get it. Did you get it? Oh, I can't reveal because that would give you a hint of. Oh, but I, did, I don't think it. I think, I think it came out before it, like the album came out. I think you kind of had to pre-buy it. I think. Who knows? Who knows? The jury's out. Um, but yeah, that cover art is so cool. Hmm. But yeah. before we go a little bit further in the album, one mm-hmm. thing we do need to talk about, sorry, TJ, is <laughs> what our relationship with Beyonce is. Yeah. Like, when did we start listening? How long of a fan are we? Mm-hmm. And like, kind of what we were expecting going into to this. Like, would love to hear from you, Jerome. Yeah. Okay. And I, I feel like I'm setting myself up for some real failure here. That's I, okay. I am... The oldest person at this table. You couldn't tell. Couldn't tell. Couldn't you tell. You have the longest likely history with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell. And I feel <laughs> I'm getting a memory of myself in maybe either middle school or high right. school mm-hmm. with one with a CD. Ooh. And a Walkman. Anti-skip. No, it was on like a little boombox almost. 
Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Turn yeah. Hey, rewind. Jerome, like, you had like a you had like a big old your piano boom back box in like school. I had a box. I had a box. For you had sure. a box. Okay, yes. you did. I I remember. I've seen a picture of you with yes. like the hair. And it was you, iconic. You're carrying around a boombox. Big glasses, fade yeah. on the side. Yeah. A cartoonist picked me out of a crowd. Like did this cute portrait of me in the box with like a. A nested bird in wow. my head, you know, it's very cute. Very it's cute. Framed. Incredible. Yes. Jerome will send it to us. We'll Perfect. post it on the Instagram. No. Oh, Perfect. I would love to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> make, it, make sure it's out in the public realm. Maybe we'll hope. But so my relationship yeah. with Beyonce goes way back to Destiny's Child. I'm Absolutely. not sure if that's the first album that they released or not. Um, yeah, but I think they were also performing like as kids. Like I seen a clip of them of her on like the Johnny Carson's show or yeah. something mm -hmm. way back. Mm -hmm. That's before my time. I did not sure. see that. No, uh -uh. you had to watch that on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I know Carson Kressley. Carson Kressley. Correct. Friend of the pod. <laughs> Friend of the pod. Ran into him at Purple Party in Dallas. Oh, oh did you? Yeah. I've the only actually run into like a ton of drag queens, but like the one that sticks out in my head is Jimbo. Oh my god. I in PV, Jim I it was like, Jimbo. are you Jimbo? <laughs> yeah. And he said, yeah. It was, yeah. And <laughs> or then, something weird. <laughs> and then it kind of felt like it was going to turn a little predatory. So I was like, see ya, Jimbo. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Bye, Jimbo. I don't have anything to say to you. Allegedly. Allegedly. You I, that was how, that was that. the vibe I felt. Yeah. It wasn't the vibe that he might have been intending. There you go. Yeah. You just got to remove yourself before you get into situations. And that's how you avoid a lawsuit. So you, Jerome, knew of and listened to Beyonce probably since as close to the beginning as possible without going into like her childhood. Yeah, yeah, so Beyonce and I are the same age. No fucking way. Oh my God. It's true, she's done a lot with her life. And you know, so here, here you. I am. So have you. <laughs> you well, you so are a happy Jerome, you are a TV host. <laughs> oh, that's true. And you have a podcast as well. That's right. That's accurate. Bottomless coffee. And, and you're married, which oh. is an achievement for a lot of gays. He says hello. Oh. Yes. Hello. Yes. He Hi, Aaron. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and your podcast is like a capital P podcast, I would say. Oh, really? It's, like, it's, it's official. It's official. It's a lot yeah. more official than this. You have a Patreon. DIY. Right? Um, well, I do have a Patreon. We okay. don't really rely on the Patreon as much anymore. We do have some Are you sponsors. saying my monthly contribution of $1? It keeps me going. Are you honestly? saying we've been doing this bullshit for like three years, saying Casper, what's up, every goddamn episode, and you have a sponsor, and we don't? Well, I what think the hell you're, is going you on get here? some you get some grants for like talking about legit issues. We definitely don't have a grant of any kind. But I do think we do talk about legit issues. Oh, absolutely. You do. You do. Yeah. We talked about monkeypox. Yep. We talked about climate. We yep. cleared up some misinformation that I might have said about <laughs> monkeypox. And you know what? Big deal. And you know what? We're better for it. Yeah, I'm happy to help if I can. If I come across any resources or anything, anyone offering money, wow. yeah, I will mm -hmm. steer them their your way if wow. they're not giving it to me. A podcast ally. Mm -hmm. We love a good ally on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Don't search the fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, edibles are legal in Minnesota now, and that's a whole industry. That's we, fun. You know what? Honestly, Simon. Yeah. Yeah. Famously, we could get an edible brand to sponsor us. But this can, is why I'm here. This is the, the, here. The question is, could we get Can to sponsor us? Can. Tastes so good. <laughs> we'll even do a remix. 
So okay, I've never all. heard of Can. Can you tell me about them? Okay, so they're, they're um, a queer-owned uh, drink, edible drink company. Ooh, okay. Really, really, what they did is they provided us with the gay anthem of Pride. The Can song. It's called Tastes So Good, the Can song. <laughs> and it literally, like... Bob. The lyrics are all double entendres to both, like, kind of, like, kind of dipping your toes in, like, in, in having sex with someone of the same uh, gender, et yeah. cetera. Yeah. But it also is about, like, it, it can taste so good. Yeah. Like, can's the name of the fucking brand, yeah. you know? It's oh, that really good. Amazing. It's really good promo. It is yeah. just Gus Kenworthy, um, Cornbread. Oh cornbread. Je, cornbread. Je, Patricia Arquette. Oh, wow. Kesha. Yeah. Vincent. Yeah. Oh, all they're missing is Bob or Flop. George's. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> we could have just been dancing in the background. I don't get this much. It's probably in our spam folder. You know what color they were missing? Brown. <laughs> That's right. We could have added the brown. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. right. Um, Yeah, we should see uh, if any local haunts around here are making a. Are are selling edibles? I think there's a brewery in Minnesota that's putting. That's right. Who is it? Who is it? Is it? Is it? Is it indeed? Is it Van? Van's already sponsoring these. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but but would I think it's? But would you talk about edibles? If Ben oh, wanted you, want there's you room for two. There's room for that's two. You right. could talk about how they just um, started serving coffee there. I ran a commercial for them selling Ooh, coffee. Ooh, commercial. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I dream of having one of those someday on here. A commercial. A commercial. <laughs> you could run a commercial on my show. That'd be awesome. We would love to. Oh yeah. God. We have we have a we'll check our, our finances to see what we yeah. can do. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mm-hmm. think we can make it happen. Oh, oh. Oh incredible. <laughs> Watch out, advertising world. We this are, is the this power of Beyonce, bringing people together. Honestly. That's right. That's right. Which, Speaking going of. back, <laughs> lead single is Break My Soul. Oh. Can I just say, this is Beyonce's roar. Wow. That's saying a lot. And what, what do you yeah. know what I mean by that? Yeah. It's a Katy Perry reference? Katy Perry, yeah. roar... Like, or even like the Taylor Swift, you need to calm down. The shake it off, you know. This, the the song truly is l- about empowering yourself to be you, and it's about like kind of just living your truth. And it very much is in the realm of gay anthem, like, oh, it's yeah. it's it's you can't judge me, you can't do all these things, which is it like runs parallel with the with the gay community and like mm-hmm. the gay upbringing etc how do we feel about a big theme of this album she's mentioned that she um she was very inspired by her uncle yes um her gay uncle who had hiv mm-hmm. and how he introduced her into the club scene and introduced her into ballroom etc cetera, etc cetera. how do we feel about like I mean, honestly, in in a weird way, which I don't think people have talked about, this is in the same realm of conversation of straight people kind of diving into gay culture for their own, like, um, benefit or their own... They, they are inspired by our culture. Mm-hmm. I, but it's not... I, I would not say it's our culture for me or you, Simon, right. because we are... Definitely white. I was like, I have a take. <laughs> it's definitely we're, not. We're famously white. Famously white. And 
but it, it 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 is something where it just is like something that came to mind to me of of like this album is very queer mm-hmm. and intentionally queer, mm-hmm. intentionally probably black queer. Mm-hmm. Is Beyonce the person to be telling these stories? Hot take. Well, one, don't forget on Break My Soul, Big Frida is also oh, there. I love you. And she's the one give, she might maybe may or may not be the right Both pronouns. pronouns. Both okay. pronouns. Okay. But she's the one giving the direction mm-hmm. to people. She's saying release Beyonce. the wiggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> release the vibe. Release your job. <laughs> and I quit the next day. And I do feel like the energy of these songs really reference those um that in this, that era from the past, that oh yeah, the uncle's era. But those were primarily black women right. in my mind who were mm-hmm. performing, and so I would see this more as like an album of allyship rather than appropriation. I would I would one hundred percent agree. Right, but it did it did cross my mind because it it's very much question. is that, but it it also does feel like this is going to be a song that will be playing in gay clubs. Oh my god, yes, I can't wait forever. Yeah, I. So then we go on to the album. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, Simon, what's your, I guess we haven't, what, what's yeah, your experience with yeah. Beyonce? So Beyonce has always been like a single girl for me. Like I'm usually not taking in her. Single yes, sing, lady. Single lady, excuse me. <laughs> I'm usually not taking in her work from like a whole album perspective. It's usually just like she releases some goddamn bangers and they're going on my playlist, you know? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, always impressed by the the team that is Beyonce right because she is a team it is she's the front and center and she's putting in the goddamn work and she has a ton of people working with her who like know how to execute the brand right which is and it's so fascinating to see that like what the product is right and then you see her at like you know Coachella and it's like oh my god you are such a hard worker clearly yeah. like you put so much into this and you're dancing the whole time singing the whole time it's just like i can't even fathom the kind of like athleticism that goes into that mm-hmm. oh crazy i it's it's very interesting like you hit it spot on i think where when i think of beyonce i don't think of her probably like she's she's a talented singer like very talented maybe like top five of our time I think like our current gen of pop stars she has a very good voice I yeah sure Mm -hmm. I don't I I don't know if I would I I would say the same I think that she she sings really well I think that's great but what I would say is something that I I I love about her is she's almost uh, um, kind of taken a step above being an artist and it's almost more of being a, a curator yeah. mm-hmm. of a brand and the brand is her. Right. And like you think you think you go through the the collaborators and contributors, et cetera, that are on her album and, and she is one of many. Oh yeah. Many, many, many. Mm-hmm. And to me, like I don't think it would be crazy to think or to even say that she probably isn't writing a lot of these songs. She probably is changing couple words here or there to Mm -hmm. have writing credit or whatever, but she's the one that's going, okay, everyone present me with 
what you have and I am going to take everything you have and I'm going to curate how I want this album to sound to create something that's so cohesive that tells such an important message or such a certain tone. And she does it flawlessly. Mm -hmm. And the same thing, like, do I think that she probably came up with every single part of um, her Coachella performances? Probably not. But like, she probably was the one going, no, this into this, into this. Yeah. And she had the higher vision of going, this is going to be a Netflix show. This is going to be a this. This is going to be a that. Totally. We're going to do all these different things. Mm -hmm. And like really kind of made that movement. And I think that's what's like so... Um, there's not... I can't think of another artist that does that level of kind of curation that kind of is a level above. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also the reason why she doesn't do a whole lot of um, interviews and stuff is because you can't really curate what you're going to say in the moment with a random person or like late night with Jimmy Fallon. It's a lot harder to be. You don't think she's going to be playing parlor games with Jimmy? I mean, we've, coming up? we've, we've seen, we've seen um, Lady Gaga in interviews with the hundred people in the room. It oh is robotic and it is, it's, it's Incredible. kind of corny and terrible. <laughs> you, you know, you, you bring up such good points, and I, I feel like I'm running the risk of comparing myself to Beyonce again, and that's oh, always wow. going to be disfavorable. <laughs> but I do the show and the podcast, and I, I produce everything myself yeah. um, with the team behind me, but I executive produce. That's and it's right. just, this is like so small scale compared to what Beyonce is doing, but it's exhausting. It is. Yeah. It, and I feel as though that's part of what... Beyonce really hit with this album is we are all so tired. We have all been working so hard. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing the most. We're all yeah. doing the most yeah. in our own lanes. Yeah. Um, and I have going back to that question of appropriation, I also wonder if that song, Break My Soul, is, is it for us or is is it for her, you know? Because mm. we have these artists taking mental health breaks. Sean Mendez, I think, is recently yeah, on he canceled one. his tour. I bet you he's like, I'm gonna come out as gay, and he, and they're like, just take a break. Literally, just take a literally, break. literally, <laughs> take a break. Everyone needs a break. You can be like, you can be gay for a couple months in private, and then you have to come back out, and we're gonna <laughs> have us, a new let us Fifth run Harmony some, girl. <laughs> let us run some focus tests, see if that's popular. There's a lot of wishful thinking on this podcast. Scene. Maybe on Aaron's end. <laughs> oh, I, there's <laughs> not mine. Do you think I? You think I'm interested in Sean Mendez? No, all that entire that entire like sector of. Corporate pop music, no. No. Charlie Puth of the world, no. No. Okay. No. I don't mean any disrespect to Sean Mendes. He's just not on my radar at all in any way. No. I mean, I'm pretty sure way. he took that break to go to market days. So. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> wait, I, I can't wait to be. And I don't want to be Sean, rude. do you have monkey pops? <laughs> I don't want to be rude, but he looks like the youngest 50-year-old. He's I've gonna. He, but the thing is, is he's gonna he's gonna grow into that for and sure. In his, and in his thirties, forties, he's gonna be yeah, like George Clooney, Kawabanga. Ooh. Which what I what I will like George Clooney and Brad Pitt were hot like ten years ago, but now when you see him, you're like, oh, yeah. not as. I think George not is, as good. I think George is yeah. not a, not yeah. for me. Yeah. Have okay. Beyonce's aging well. Be yeah. Okay. Speaking yeah. of aging well, be like Beyonce is. I don't know if she's aging. Right. That's I, yeah, I, don't th I think she's ceased. 
to do she stopped. that. She stopped. She said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to release that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to release that one. Yeah. I think I'm over that. Um, okay, so I, no one asked me, but I'm going to ask myself, Erin, like, what's your relationship with Beyonce? I was just about to ask you. You beat me to it. You know, and the answer to that actually is one of the reasons why I had to choose uh, Jerome to, or I asked Jerome to, to join, is was definitely aware of Beyonce um, when, like, Destiny's Child, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. But never really, even, like, when the Beyonce, I remember the Beyonce iTunes, like, drop that came where it was released digitally only with the, all the videos, mm-hmm. and it didn't phase me one bit. Mm, I don't think that that was like where like gay music or like kind of pop music really wasn't a thing for me at that time. Mm -hmm. But at one point in my life, me and Jerome were roommates and I, uh, there was an announcement that Beyonce was going to be, um, streaming on HBO or premiering on HBO, a project called Lemonade. No other context. Like, literally didn't say it was going to be an album. Didn't say it was going to be anything. Just said, like, Lemonade premiering on HBO. Right. Tune in. And I had nothing going on. If I did have something (laughs) going on, I I probably wouldn't have been there. But I didn't have anything going on. Was on the couch with Jerome and his now husband, Aaron. Say that. And we turned it on. And and you turned it up. I can't tell you, like, that was also a cultural reset. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I remember, uh, like, us all texting each other being like, oh, wait, is she literally telling Jay-Z we're getting divorced? Right. <laughs> Do you, you know? It was like, wild. It was, it, it was breathtaking. And the visual album, the album truly was just so magical mm-hmm. and was and is to this day like probably should be in top 10 albums of all time in terms of it was flawless nothing was, yeah. nothing could have been better about that album it was so good yeah and um i was hooked i remember listening mm-hmm. to it on our way to pensacola I remember, like, when Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Titus covered it. <laughs> I, like, it, and, like, truly, it, it, I think it was the moment that kind of made everyone go, okay, the Grammys are not, like, they're, it, it are very white. Oh, yeah. Because Lemonade should have won. What won that year? Adele, 25, which Adele was great. Oh, but like Adele yeah. was like, yeah, that's a mistake. <laughs> been there like 21, 20 or 19, same fucking thing. Yeah. Tw- like lemonade was something that like hadn't ever existed before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she killed it with it. And then it turning it into like everything she did, it was like, she's on fire. Yeah. And I think that is, um, just to say to, she's just like a marketing genius too. Like there's so much, buzz and excitement around the way she decides to release her music and she's not really on anyone's timetable. Um, but I did think it was interesting that with this album, she, it, it was a little more of what you'd expect from like an album rollout with like the single release. Um, 
you know, it just, it was less, you know, kind of out there. But even, even that, I would say it's, I think that she did that because she, she saw this album and went like, okay, this is one that is destined to go number one. And like, it's going to be a big moment. And like, Lemonade, I don't think ended up being number one because it was only available on title mm-hmm. and you had to like, in this, like, the album didn't come out physically for another month. So, like, by that point, it lost a lot of steam and it was just this thing. And so, I think that she was like, no, I want, I, I'm sick and tired of all of these other, like, these white women and whatever, whoever being number one at all like whenever they release albums like Mm -hmm. i'm i'm here to cement for myself like that i am the queen Mm -hmm. and i mean she did that yeah helps Uh, to put your music on spotify it helps it helps to have it on on the different platforms music but like uh that i think is probably why we got it but we didn't get a music video right we didn't even get a a a visualizer yeah Mm -hmm. we only got one single Mm-hmm. Like she and you knew the date it was coming out, and you knew the date it was coming yeah. out. You didn't even know what the four shirts you were planning to buy were going to be. Like <laughs> that's true. She she was truly just like, I'm going to tell you as much as you need to know so you can be excited and and, and that's it and that's it. That's all I get. Um, and I th- I think it worked out. Last thing I wanted to um to bring up is since the Lemonade era, I have not really been keeping up. Like, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is she did a Lion King kind of themed thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tried to listen. It wasn't really something that did it for me. Mm-hmm. It was and for think, me. Did, did you love it? I think it was Black is King, right? Black, Black is, is King. King. Yeah, That's right. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, hello, Beyonce. You you wrote an album for me. I'm available. <laughs> 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 sure, I'll stream this while I cook. While I cook. Sure, I'll put love this on while I hang out outside. Love that. I mean, lemonade definitely isn't for me either. I mean, <laughs> you're not getting a divorce. <laughs> and it's, well, it's also about like the the unique experience of like a black woman mm. going through divorce, and because especially within like the black community, infidelity, etc., is potentially a little bit higher but it also there's there's some like culturally from my understanding i'm again not black mm-hmm. is that that there is like a level of you stick with your your partner no matter what a lot more it's, it's more prevalent in for in, black women for black mm-hmm. women than it is for for anyone else anyone else yeah, yeah. so like she it's, touches it's, on those it's things. interesting you mentioned that because me and eric watch a lot of housewives and we just like one thing in one of the storylines on Real Housewives of Atlanta, there's this woman who is like, okay, we have one kid. I really don't want to do this again. Like, it, like you're gone for work a lot. I'm running 800 different things. And like her mom and her sister and all these people live with her. So she's like on that. And she's confiding in her friend. Like, I just don't know what to tell my husband. Like, I really don't want to do this. And her friend goes, oh, no, you, you have to have another kid. Like, that's just what you do for your man. And it was like, I think there is that kind of like expectation there of like, that's just what you do. My grandmother is definitely like that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. God. I can't imagine. Oof. My mother is not. And it caused a lot of friction between them. Oof. Yeah. Mm. Oof. Um, so yeah, 
haven't listened, but this album in particular, when Break My Soul came out, I was, and, and she was like, this is going to be house, mama. You, She actually put in like one of her things like, I hope you're wiggling. I was like, you're using my terms, mama. Those are, that's what I say. You got to copyright that, Eric. You got to wiggle and jiggle. You got to copyright that. Um, yeah, so then the album comes out this last this last Friday. Mm-hmm. Where were you when, when it was released? Did you stay up? What was your first experience listening? Good question, Jerome. Where were you? Uh, were, last you were you sleeping? Friday. Well, oh, it came out at like midnight, right? That's right. Yes. Eleven p.m. your time. I yeah. was I was sleeping because that Thursday I had recorded an episode of Bottomless Coffee with Jerome. Oh, uh, mm, go flag. to bottomlesscoffeeshow.com. <laughs> flag. We love the plug. <laughs> Use there promo are, code. There will be a multiple. No. But yeah, eleven o'clock. No, I'm in bed. Yeah. But, yeah, I, yeah. but my Instagram stories definitely let me know the next day <laughs> yeah. that the world had changed. Yeah. People were ready. Yes. I also, so I was up a little late and I listened to the first three tracks and I was just like, this album is an hour long. I got to go to bed. Like <laughs> I was really excited for it. But at the same time I realized like, and also that week with work was just like a goddamn nightmare. And I'm like, I know I'm going to be working late on a Friday tomorrow. Like, I'm just going to save this when I have undivided time. That's not going to be interrupted. Yeah. And that's how I did it. Oh, wait, but where were you, Aaron? That was actually a perfect um, question to ask me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a great answer. It's great. Um, but also, like, we just pause it for a quick second because we, we need to take a break. And you, like, without hesitation, Jerome, you killed us getting back in without this, anyone even knowing. No one would have known. He is a pro. You're a pro. I even, like, he, he got me for a second. The yeah. acting, I was like, yeah. oh, oh, wait, what, is he stopping? Like, yeah. what? Ugh, really so crushed it. good. What a professional. And, and, Thanks, you guys. And, and, and you know what? <laughs> Perfect answer to that question. I can't wait to tell you. Okay. So one of the benefits of... of being on the West Coast San is Fran. every San Fran in yeah. particular mm-hmm. is the time zone difference means like most music comes out at midnight Eastern and same thing with TV shows RuPaul's Drag Race etc like right. the the ones that come on VH1 they premiere technically 9 p.m. Oh my god! in San Francisco like so you mm-hmm. can go and watch Drag Race and find out the finale before you go to bed and it's not even that late so final night in San Francisco before I fly out to Chicago, and I'm with my friend Russell. Shout out if you're listening. Hi, Russell. Um, he he. Um, we were at this bar called High Tops in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and 9 p.m. hits, and I I'm like, um, what do I hear here? I'm like, this is definitely Beyonce, and then I'm like, oh my god, the album. This this is Renaissance. And I like I to confirm I like do haste blank. Yeah. Hey blank. What it what's playing <laughs> and it Sarah. listens and it and it like and it gives out it says like it's Renaissance and it's like So high tops wasted no time. Wasted no, no time. time. And I'm not kidding you, literally this entire weekend, both nights I was like every bar I went to was playing songs from this album. Mm. Like without a question, without even moments of like being able to mix it, which I will say there are uh, like, this album is great. You'll find out in a little bit. <laughs> Can't spoil yet. That was a very uh, middle of the road. Great. Gray. Gray. 
I was going to say gray, a gray okay. area, somewhere between yes. great good and not great. Yeah, maybe that is. You what know what? Now that for. you mention your experience in San Fran and the album, the songs kind of mixing together with each other, I hate to to bring this up. But didn't Club Future Nostalgia do the same thing? It really you know, started it a back. trend. Bringing it back. <laughs> bringing it back. And I don't mean blending together in that regard. My actual <laughs> point there is, is I think the songs could use some blending with the, like, people were putting it into to the mixes just because they knew it was going to make the gays go, right. oh my God, it's out. But really, like... But they didn't do any work beforehand to like, to like make sure that the transitions yeah, were, were no. you know what oh, I sure. mean? It, it, did, it didn't slot. blend. It so it ended up being slot. like a blah, like yeah. straight, <laughs> this straight out, like whatever. And I think, I mean, Break My Soul just still fucking killed it on the dance floor. Like that always does. That always does. Um, but like the ability to listen to the album at a bar with tons of other queer people, like at 9 p.m. and just be like, oh my God, this is it. Coolest experience ever to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Um, I have a similar experience. I was in Miami as with some too. strangers, and this is again going to date me because once again, I'm very old. Uh, Britney Spears's Till the World Ends oh. came out and we were just passing around the little pods, you know, from ear oh, yeah. to ear to try to like experience it all together. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's, it's, it like creates like a core memory. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Like shared joy. You'll never forget. Like I, I also don't forget the lemonade. Yeah. Like the, yeah. Your, your apartment and the what cement copy table. Mm-hmm. And like the, the, the gray couch and just yeah. sitting there and listening and watching. And it was like, this is, this is the moment. This is cultural resetting. Me and my roommates, when EXO came out, we rented a projector. <gasps> we, we played it in our house. And, great, uh, great yeah. video for a projector. 100%. It was, so it was such a, like, I'll remember that forever. We just, like, crowded around the projector screen and watched it. it was so cool. That song slaps, by the way. It slaps. Does. Oh, my God. So Justice good. for XO. <laughs> <laughs> it really was underrated, you know? It, for me, it was until... Like, really? Yeah. Oh like, God, until I until I, ha- like, went back and listened. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. good. Very good. And don't, makes memories. don't listen to Countdown if you are trying to do reps at the gym because <laughs> she uses a lot of numbers and you're going to forget what rep you're on. That's a hot tip. That's a hot tip. By That's a hot tip for our bodybuilders who listen. For the bodybuilders, for the people trying to tone, you know, you All can do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Any sort of reps. You can do cardio to Renaissance though. This is oh. a cardio album. You, <laughs> I, ha- I, I have not worked out this album yet. You're oh, going I to. Have. But I'm going to. Yeah. This is going to be a workout album. This is also going to be a strut in the street on the way to the bar <laughs> album. Say that. You know? <laughs> um, cohesively, I think that the album, what I I appreciated about it was that it was it truly felt like it was a beginning to end um, complete picture. And the songs all kind of transitioned into each other really, really well. Which is great. But they also explored a lot of different genres of different kind of types of, of music that went like a little bit more techno in some, a little more house in others. Mm-hmm. Um, that it was, it was, it's fun to see all of the different kind of parts and pieces come together in such a beautiful way that was 
so curated, but also had such a central theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do think production-wise, there's like this connective thread of house throughout all of it, and which kind of just you know backs up your point that this is like an album of allyship because mm-hmm. you know historically um house was you know kind of the movement was created by black djs and obviously in chicago right and and has had a a huge impact on like black queer people in the community so i think that says a lot more to me of like a statement of allyship than you know like i don't know someone making pride cookies or something (laughs) oh who did that well, I, I Taylor Swift, to be honest, <laughs> on it, it wasn't specifically that. I just remember she did make cookies that said, "Yeah," which that is activism. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Like I, we're we're still I'm talking cackling. about it today. I'm like it had to be I mean, it was a memeable moment. For it sure. was a me- memeable, memorable. That's that, a, oh, <laughs> oh, that's good. You oh heard that God. here first. Memorable. Hashtag. Don't steal that, anybody. No. Yeah. Someone's that's, going to. I know they're going to. Memorable. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you go back to past memes, oh. and you and wow. you talk about like how they started, where they are. Okay, cut the cut the cut, cut this. the mic. <laughs> cut the, all this out, Peche. Get it out of here. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> we have an exciting announcement. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're adding another podcast to the Popper Flop family. Meme or a ball. <laughs> just like that. Mm. And just like that season mm. two. Oh, can't wait for that. Can't wait for that one. Um, so I don't think I necessarily need to say too much more about the album because it truly is so, so, it was so well constructed very much in the essence of that curation. To me, this is a total bop of an album, and I'm super excited to continue to listen to it. The same, like, this is probably going to be the next future nostalgia in terms of the amount, not club future nostalgia. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. I, I thought you did, were talking club future nostalgia. I was like, wait, what's the punchline here? <laughs> the next future nostalgia in terms of, like, this is going, this ha, this song has, every song is going to be played at the club. Every mm-hmm. song, and we are all going to love every fucking song of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, that I'm so excited for and so ready for, and it's going to stand the test of time. This is mm-hmm. a, like, if I if there was a level above bop that you could give something, this would be a, maybe above bop for me. Oh, my God. But I, I didn't buy it on vinyl because you can't buy it on vinyl right now. Right now. Simon, what about you? Um, so, for me, personally, it's a bop. Yeah, <gasps> I mean, of course. It's a bop. I can't. I tried to do a little tease there, We guys. are shocked. <laughs> shocked. Um, no, I mean, you don't get a lot of, like, albums these days. Like, it's an hour-long album right. that mm-hmm. is meant to be started from track one, and listen to without an interruption. Songs, some songs were six song, or minutes long, weren't yeah. they? Like there's like one or two? Yeah. Like yeah. there's some long ass songs Gracious. on here. Yeah. Yeah. 16 tracks or something like that? Something like 16 that. 16 tracks. I didn't even notice some songs were six minutes long. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Right. It, it, and I think because some of those longer ones have such an interesting journey sonically of like they start as one thing and become another that almost is like a different song, but it makes a lot of sense together. 
I had such a great time listening to this. I haven't even gotten to the part where I like sit down and look at the lyrics as I listen because I'm mm. still just enjoying being present in that like, the vibe in the vibe yeah. exactly yeah. um i did uh to fu- to circle back on a previous topic i did get the limited edition single print how vinyl. fucking dare yeah <laughs> and i it tried is, it is sold out sorry it is sold out you can't get it anymore no. done i'll show it to you when it comes though thank you for letting me see it yeah maybe you could look on ebay i'm not sp- i I love that. I'm like, well, it's probably gonna be like two hundred bucks for it. I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. I was surprised though. It was. I think the limited edition was like forty dollars. Not bad. Yeah, that's great. But I'm getting a shirt, so whatever. Well, there you go. Which one? Do you know yet? Three. Oh, you, you three. The third one. The third oh, okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. There's four. Okay. Number three. You get to choose. You. It was one, two, three, four boxes. Like one, two, three, oh, four boxes. Oh, see, I thought she did the shady thing where it's like you get a random shirt. No, no, no. Press this, your luck. This is this <laughs> is which of these four? One, two, three, or four? Without knowing what it looks like, huh. it gets okay. better with numbers. So like, I have the second best. The fourth is probably the best. Sure, and you could have done four, right? I could have done four, but you thought no, three. I don't want the best. And it should be coming like today or tomorrow. Like it should be yeah, by the time this is out, I'll probably have a picture of it. I think so too. Yeah, but yeah. I, it's the I'll show I'll show you guys what they actually look like. Okay. They're not. They're very much the same. Like if you had all four, you'd be like, "What am I gonna fucking do with these?" Are you gonna make a crop top out of one of them? Ooh. Well, I only bought one. I bought well, the are third you gonna make one. Make a crop top out of that one. I think I, I need to buy another now. Okay, so here is my thing about crop tops. They're sold out. Of course. The, the thing about crop tops. Is I to me right now mm-hmm. in this economy, with in the current political climate we're in, yeah, times are hard. I feel like crop tops literally accentuate <laughs> the worst part of m- most people's bodies. <laughs> like I would rather take the opposite of a crop top. Yeah, like cover cover <laughs> cover a up cummerbund. my cover cover up my love handles <laughs> while allowing my pecs and arms to shine. Like, that's what I'd want. What yeah. Is this, like a corset kind of thingy? I need a waist trainer. <laughs> spanks. <laughs> yeah, that. High waisted spanks. That, yeah. Yeah, crop tops, it definitely helps to have like huge broad shoulders, huge chest, and like a six pack. You, you can't, that helps. You can't have love But that's all yeah. you need. Yeah. That's all you need. That's, that's all you it. need. In life. That's it. Nothing I mean, for else. some people, you'll get very far with just that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that on that. No names. <laughs> no names. I mean, we could. There, there. Someone named Colton, probably. All you need. To, all you need <laughs> to do. I know that Colton, or at least one of them. <laughs> yeah, literally, all you need to do is go on TikTok with that and just like kind of smile dumb at the. Probably camera. a Bryce. There's probably a Bryce. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's definitely a Justin and an Adam. Yeah. Like, plenty and plenty of names that. Too many of these people are my friends. Let's know <laughs> in this list of names. <laughs> I remember gays over COVID. <laughs> oh, do oh, I? That cough, was, cough, doggo. That was such a fun moment. It was. It was. Yeah, it was a moment like of history. Having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> but looking back now, I'm like, I wish I was a gay over COVID. Oh my gosh. I do. I mean, like, I don't, but I do. Like, I'm like, I, it, I respected everything so seriously and I took it so seriously, but I also go like, I, 
I would have, if I had COVID, I would have taken it seriously. I would have like isolated, but like, I shouldn't have been as scared as I was about getting COVID. I think you did everything right. I think you did too. You know, and your, your mind can't appreciate things that didn't happen. Right. Right. That is a wise Literally may have saved who knows how many lives by being a responsible adult and doing the right thing. And again, that's why, that's why Jerome is here. But why, like, okay, like. One thing that I grapple with is I I do feel like I am very much a um, for the better of all person. Like, that is, like, in my core. But I also have a real, like, I, I just, I want to be better. Because it also, like, turns in, like, into my personal life. Like, sometimes I make decisions that are, like, actively not good for me mm. for the betterment of everyone. Yeah. And from that, like, I, I need to get better about, like, sometimes it's going, I'm going to be selfish. And I feel like that's what I probably, like, am envious of or I want to find ways to channel a little bit more is, like, just not being so concerned about how every single thing I do is impacting everyone else or, like, trying to do the thing that makes everyone else's lives, like, that much better. I can still do that. 90% of the time, mm-hmm. but finding like a balance to allow myself those moments where I can be selfish. Sure. Well, without knowing like the individual circumstances that you were referring to, I can give you the wise words of my husband mm. who said, you have to take care of yourself first mm. before you can take care of other people. And if, if you are feeling as though you are not taking care of yourself enough, then Give yourself just a little more love and a little more time. Mm-hmm. Just like the airplanes do, right. you know? Yeah. Secure your own life vest. You get and, and your breather uh, thing. Before you <laughs> secure your neighbors or whatever. Yeah. I always loved the, the in illustrations in those in those things. <laughs> because, like, I'm not kidding you. The, the, the baby that was sitting next to the mom that yeah. she was helping. The baby looked like an adult. Adult that husband. baby, like that, <laughs> that baby is LeBron James. Like the, the, that baby is palming a basketball. The 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 baby looked like his name was Charles, he's, and he's got he a mustache. Like, thanks for doing this, Martha. <laughs> thanks for Mom, thanks for helping me out, Martha. Put on my mask. <laughs> yeah, very that, very that. Um, Jerome, that just leaves you. Oh, with we the need, album. We need your final verdict, your final thoughts. Any points yes. that you had that we didn't make or didn't well, chat about? Well, we knew we... I knew coming here today that I was going to say that this was an obvious pop of an okay. album. Fair. And I was like, well, what can I say that's different? Mm-hmm. And I do think it's a little subversive. Mm. Kind of going back to how she and her team are marketing geniuses. Absolutely. You know, the, as again, I'm old. The kids today, <laughs> they're listening to a lot of old music. They love they salt and pepper. They oh. love these older bands or whatever. And she is like taking that vibe, yep. to, to Aaron's point, and she's making giving them something new mm. to listen to. I love that. She's I, so tapped in. There, well, there is something to be said about. Um, one, we are definitely in an in uh, a moment in time where we are appreciating the music of the past, like you were mentioning, and we are appreciating and like disco is back for all intents and purposes. Yes, it is. I love it. And so a lot of the music and the, the approach to music that was super popular 40, 50 years ago is back now. 
and it's probably 60, 70 years ago, to be honest, it's, it's coming back and, and it's getting sampled. It's getting being infused. And, um, I don't think it's just a Beyonce thing. I think like, cause she did it with the final song. Like, I think I feel love yeah. was incorporated with her, her last song on the, summer the album, Re summer Renaissance, summer mm -hmm. Renaissance. But that's like, what is happening? Like in music right now is, and what it also taps into is something that, um, one of my favorite movies said within it, which I can't, well, there can only be, there's only eight notes of music and, uh, there's only so many ways to play. Oh them. God, is this a star? He loved the way you <laughs> saw music. I probably, I very much butchered those, that quote, but like. You were doing the brother character there? The brother character. Yeah, sure. The one with the mustache. That was beautiful. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> he loved the way you saw them. Uh, <laughs> that was great. You, you've got to get this on YouTube so you can see the way that his lips kind of cover his teeth. You saw them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to the video version of really our Patreon good. page so you can really get good. the video content. Um, so three bops, but now it's time to, to figure out which makes it a certified bop, certified bop, which is like the highest praise. Ding, oh, good. Ding dong. Ding dong. Certified bop. Certified bop is calling. That's right. Um, add that to the shelf. But the question is, what are the bops? Mm, I want to start. Okay. 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 So, um, my top bop on the album and something I found very interesting as I'm kind of like reaching out to my friends on Instagram, I'm like, guys, what are your top bops on the album? I want to hear from you. And almost everyone's answer is different. Like everyone. Yeah. It's nuts. It, and the Twitterverse, the, the social yes. media, like you see the memes happening for every fucking song and it's like, yes. what the hell? Huh. Yeah. Everything's getting attention. Everything. Um, but for me right now, my attention is on Pure Honey. Well, let's listen to Pure Honey. Mm. We'll be right back. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, you hear that ringing in your ears, baby? Because that song just fucking slapped me so hard. Oh, yeah. Caught my ear. Domestic abuse in a song. <laughs> And what yeah. I mean by that is I, I love it so much, yet it beats me over the face. That's right, yeah. baby. I don't know if that's something you should say. I don't know. She hit me, and it felt like a kiss. <laughs> I don't know who said that before. <laughs> no, but Lana Del Rey probably. Gri grizzly bears. Right? It, it, was, it was also, yeah, Lana did say that, and it was a reference to another song. Anyways, she doesn't sing that lyric anymore, people. Okay, oh. controversy. Okay. So, um, But seriously, what the fuck? That song is so good. The energy, the vibe, the journey throughout, it goes left, it goes right. It gives you a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's just so good. I love this song. There, oh. There's something to be said about a song that has the the slash in the middle. Yes. Because you know you're getting two songs. Mm. That's right. In one song. And this song truly is two different songs. Mm -hmm. But she transitions it, transitions it so well in the middle so of it. So well. That like... It, fucking great like it's so good it wow I, I didn't even notice it was two songs i noticed the slash didn't realize it was the two songs 
but was like, oh, how interesting that she's almost like bringing a Tracy Chapman fast car vibe mm -hmm. on, on the second half of the song. When the first half, she's talking about how it costs a billion to look this good, and so it makes so much more sense. It so it, it, it for all intents and purposes is it is it isn't two songs, but it is two songs in the fact yeah. that like right. you know mm -hmm. she's trying to take two different complete vibes, and there's the transition you put in the middle that like just makes it go into two. It is so fucking good. The lyrics are like really snappy. There are a lot of like really good timely references, like hopping in the car with a quarter taken gas world's at war and we're low on cash yes. like that kind of thing mm -hmm. Tracy. um the, the, the they mentioned crop tops <laughs> take, yeah. take it all off or a little if you like love that yeah that's exactly yeah. what she's talking exactly. about yeah. the second time she references that it should cost a billion to look this good the production is so disgustingly good it's Crazy. like makes me want to throw up like i'm so into it Oh, it is a really fucking good song. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Thank you. Who wants to go next? Oh, I'm happy to go next. Once again, referencing uh, marketing and trying to stay on people's minds. Uh, BottlemessCoffeeShow.com. That's right. Um, All Up In Your Mind. Oh, really spoke to me in that way. It's like, well, just... let's let's okay. give it a listen quick and okay. then we can talk about why. And then okay. you can you can tell us 20 minutes why. <laughs> So I like this song because I've really gotten into marketing more lately. And it's, you almost have to have like an intimate relationship yeah. with like the people you're marketing to. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you get to know them too well and you want like more from them. That's really healthy. And, oh, wow. And yeah. this song, I think, exudes that energy because it gets like more and more frenetic mm -hmm. as it goes. Mm -hmm. Like in the beginning, it's like, oh, this could be like a cute love song or whatever then at the end you're like oh no she's not well yeah no, she's, she's, <laughs> she's bitching mama. she is bitching yeah that it's, is, like, it's like the crazy um, psycho a little bit yeah exactly as someone who works in product marketing i think that's a wonderful metaphor for <laughs> the profession it you know um want a little more from you that's oh we are, <laughs> yeah that is to, to me i think the first time that Someone's chosen a top bop because it made them think of of work. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting. Appreciate it. Um, appreciate that. the perspective. I do love your perspective on how it builds and goes from being, oh, this could be like a love song into like, no, no, this is like nope. obsessive probably a little bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so I do, I do appreciate that build. This song probably... It's not my biggest flop because I, I... Biggest flop. No, biggest flop. <gasps> because Even close I, to being a flop? Oh my God. But like listening to it, I was like... It's alone your, in it's Silo? Lower half. Alone in Silo, it's probably definitely lower half. And it definitely, yeah. like it does... It, this isn't a song I would like love to hear at the club. Sure. I don't think. But I appreciate you liking it for that reason. Oh, I can see it in the club. There, um, but... It's a different scenario. Like sometimes like people just like kind of dance on you, you know? And so I could see someone this 
like a strip like a stripper would love this song. It's sure. what I'm saying. <laughs> I think this song would be is it would be great for like the soundtrack to uh, an episode of a show mm. that's about Euphoria. like Ooh, bad wow. bad energy at the club. Shameless bad energy yeah. at the club. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Well, Aaron leaves just you. What's your top bob, babe? This was tough. He's so happy that you asked. This was tough. Great question. <laughs> I, I have tried. so many things to <laughs> I say. I tried. Um, no, but it was it was a really tough um, process because every time I listened, it was... There's so many good songs. I mean, Break My Soul, I think, will be the one that I play the most and probably hear the most. But there... I went through and I listened to a song and I was like, this is... This is giving me a top bop. And then every time I've listened, I'm like, just reminded, I was like, it's consistently good. There are mm-hmm. songs that like sometimes slap, like Pure Honey, yeah. true, like it does truly slap. Honey, honey, honey. But I, I love the second half way more, the first half. Sure. Song for me is, or top bop, Cuff It. Hell yeah, let's listen. I mean, just literally, that song is so good. To me, that's, and like, she captures the essence so well of when you're on the perfect concoction of different things. Sure. And you're still able, you're not like on the floor. Of course. But you are like... Everything is right, and you just are like, oh my god, my booty, booty is tingling. Oh my All I want to do is just, like, <laughs> shake my ass yeah. in everyone's face. <laughs> I don't care. I am having right. such a fucking good time. You're wearing those shorts. And you are, you're wearing LASC, that's the brand of them. You gotta Google this. <laughs> shorts. And you are like feeling your oats, feeling your moment, feeling like nothing can stop you at the club. Like this is my anthem. Like this is this is the high that I try and achieve. And I don't like, I'm not like, I'm not doing a ton of drugs or anything, but like this, if I'm on the floor and I feel this way, this is like true ecstasy. Like I don't mm-hmm. need a, a pill of Molly or anything to yeah. get here. That's like. Right. If I'm feeling myself, if I'm feeling my moment, if the music's right on the dance floor, if this song comes on, Mama, (laughs) it's a good one for sure. Top bop contender for me. It is so fucking good. Yeah. Loved it. Just, Mm. I, that's all I got. Jerome, do you have anything to say about it? The, the spirit of the song is in the right place. If someone came in and they were like, I'm going to get fucked up tonight, I'd be like, honey, are you okay? Do want my mother's <laughs> review of this would be fun beat, but you know, too much profanity for my liking. But the thing is, is it's not about getting fucked up, like getting fucked up, like in this, like, I mean, she does say like, you'll be in the stars and stuff, but I think <laughs> what she doesn't, she doesn't mean like blackout. She means like, yeah. At that high. Exactly. At, at you the, express that. You yeah, express that. Like it feeling like this is your moment, this is your dance floor, this is like 
exactly where you need to be and you are about to fuck it up. Without getting too into the lyrics, one thing I noticed is that she's like, uh, you are gonna have, I'm gonna get really fucked up and you are gonna have a really good time. You are gonna see the mm -hmm. stars. You're gonna mm -hmm. see spaceships or whatever. So mm -hmm. I'm just like, I hope you're okay, Beyonce. <laughs> you should have fun too. You deserve it. Yeah. You worked really hard. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Well, of course, with the good come the not as good. Because I wouldn't say bad. I don't know if there is a bad song on the album. But unfortunately, no. we still are contractually obligated to do our biggest flop of the album. Yeah. And to be honest, this it, this was a really tough one for me. Yeah. This, this album, cohesively, song to song to song to song, does a really great job. Even right, even even Jerome's pick of um, All Up In Your Mind within the Which album. Which is so great. Which is so great. Feels <laughs> feels right at home and it feels so yeah. good where it is. So like I, it's, it's really, really, really hard. Like I would, if I didn't have a gun to my head right now. You'd, which is being held by me. It's being held. Um, I would... I wouldn't be able to pick a top pop or just, a biggest flop, just, but I do. Just for the beehive, who is sponsoring this segment of the program? <laughs> the so collective. That's who they need to boycott. Yeah. Not, yeah. not Bottomless Coffee at bottomlesscoffeeshow.com. <laughs> that's <But> right. <laughs> boycott the NRA. Well, boycott the boycott NRA. Boycott the NRA. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, beehive. Use your energy over there. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's got to be energy. Oh. And I think the reason, and this is the, it's no fault to energy. It's a fault to its placement. It's mm. between my favorite song and another really great song. Mm. And the other really great song is Break My Soul. And mm. it leads great into Break My Soul, but there are moments where I'm like, just take me there. I would say the transition from energy into Break My Soul is like the best on the album. Oh, it's, it's a great so transition, good. but I don't like yeah. the song. Of course. By itself, of I course. don't like the song very of much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But people are talking about the trifecta of Cuff It into Energy into um, Break My Soul, and I'm like, I agree, but it also is my biggest flop. And like, it's, it's kind of like in an Oreo, you have that middle area with the cream. That delicious cream. Yeah. I'm not, I actually. You don't like the cream? I like oh, the cookie. Get out of here. I'm hearing that you like Break My Soul so much. <laughs> the energy is just in your way. It's in my way. That's yeah. fair. What about y'all? How about you, Jerome? Oh, okay. So I took, I did take a public health perspective on this. And so I appreciate <laughs> all of the previous conversation on monkeypox. And just because of that, purely on the name of the song, oh. Plastic off the sofa. Everyone put the plastic back on your Condoms sofas. don't prevent monkeypox though. <laughs> That's true. Okay, I really I was literally referring to plastic on the sofa. Yeah. Um, not um, condoms, but you know, you hear what you want to hear sometimes. You hear what you want to hear sometimes. <laughs> Aaron famously anti-condom. No, no. <laughs> I'm not anti-condom. I'm I'm forgetful condom. Just remember when your friends sleep over, you can wipe down your upholstery or whatever and that's help right. help slow the spread of monkey pox. That's right. That is a Do you think that's gonna be what does it? You have to choose something, Aaron. Our community. Well, goddamn. So okay. <laughs> you can have it. You that's your biggest flop. Move on. I mean, if, if you could even call it a flop on this right. per perfect. It's, album. it's a really good song. It's yeah. one of it 
It got a 90 on Metacritic. A 90. That's very good. That's a very good rating. And Metacritic famously... Doesn't give 90s. Doesn't... Yeah, because the way they... They aggregate everything as weird and it's blah, blah, blah. Not Metacritic. What am I thinking of? Pitchfork. Pitchfork. Oh, I haven't read the Pitchfork. No, Meta- Metacritic, it's like 97. Oh, shit. It's fucking great on Metacritic. It's a great album. It's a fabulous album. What about, um, what about you? So mine was purely just from like, a, it doesn't excite me as much. And unfortunately, it was um, all up in your mind. I'm sorry, Jerome. No, that's okay. You didn't yeah. want to think about work. It's fine. <laughs> I never want to think about work. Honest, honestly, <laughs> if it wasn't it. if if there wasn't the energy between the two songs I adore, I could probably see that also being my biggest flop. But I also like appreciate you for everything you are, Jerome. Oh, don't yeah. worry about it. That's yeah, great. just go to bottomlesscoffeeshow.com. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of plugging things, this was such a fun podcast. We've and got thank one you. more session though. One oh more my thing. god! Yes, we. He do. leaves for one week. He forgets the format completely. I forget it. Completely. So it happens. Of course, I'm talking about your single obsession of the week. Oh, okay. One song, non-album related, that you, is just getting you jammed and hooked on up. Jiggling and wiggling. I'll start. Okay. Miracle Maker, Dom Dalla, Clementine Douglas. It is okay. just a wiggly, wiggly tune. Such a good beat. It feels like I've listened to it a, a trillion times, even though I listened to it like four times. It's one of those songs that just like, you're going to hear it like in a lot of mixes going forward, and it's going to be a good song to listen to. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. Um, mine is To Die For by Tuvelu. Um, I mean... It probably would have been mine, but I'm not listening to... I'm trying not to listen to, like... Oh, yeah, you're gonna wait for the album? I'm just... I'm scared I'm just gonna get so, like, into the singles that I won't, like, be able to... It'll be a weird balance, you know? I'm just trying to... mm. I didn't seek it out. I kind of heard it on accident, and I'm honestly glad... It's so fucking good. It's so good. It's so good. I also have not heard that yet, and so I'm excited Mm -hmm. to hear the Bob Our Flop episode reviewing the album. Tuvelu is gonna be it's gonna be a good album. Mm. I've actually been listening to a lot of country lately. With a U? No no (laughs) L. That's right. That's right. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Uh, and say? so Orville Peck did a single for Fancy. Oh. And um, Fancy is the Reba McIntyre song where she's like kind of like placed into child prostitution. And I was like, blah, 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 whatever, cute song. But then he sang it and he's like a little boy who's dressed as a girl. Oh. And like put into prostitution. And I was like, oh, how horrible, how, how wrong. I was like, am I sexist? That is horrible. And so it made me think. Uh, and so I've been really thinking about that song and, wow. you know, my own personal journey this week. That's great. That's, oh my gosh, it's like an older song, too. It's, yeah, Reba. Well, well I'm no, an, I'm no. an older person. So. No, I mean, the, the cover of it isn't like from his latest album or anything. It's oh. from an older album, too. Oh. So it's like, you're going back into the, the show pony one and you're, Oh my gosh, I'm I'm adding this to my library. Oh, it's sure. gonna be good. It's gonna be a good song. I love Fancy, and I love or we reviewed Orville. We love. I will go back and I'll listen to that episode. Did we have a guest? Austin. Austin. Yeah. Austin. We do. Um, so Jerome, this was so fun having you. Um, 
Honestly, I think it was my pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Big episode. Big episode. That's very sweet. I I would be remiss to not ask you, is there anything, anything you'd want to be plugging? Um, Where can people find you? <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah, CBD oil for, or whatever you guys are That's pushing. right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I do have the show and the podcast. The show is Bottomless Coffee with Jerome, and the podcast is Bottomless Coffee Podcast. You can find both at bottomlesscoffeeshow.com. And most recently, not to compete, we did release... Um, an episode with a celebrity fashion designer Ooh. who has done projects for Beyonce. So relevant. Wow. Very relevant. Listen <laughs> to that like album. A, a big gap. That, that, that episode. Oh my God. Could be a good one. It's, it's, it's not out print. yet. Is, is it out yet? It came out today. Came out. Well, it came out. It came out on Monday. Monday. Correct. That's so right. it's. Right. Four days old. It's new to you. Listener. It's new to you, listener. <laughs> and right. unless you've been a, a chronic fan since the Club Vooch nostalgia era, and you were like, I gotta look at this Jerome guy. I gotta see what he's up That's to. right. That could be. And then you follow both of us. I love you if you are. <laughs> we love you too. Aaron, we love supporting sisters. Where can we find you, Aaron? At the Aaron on all socials. You'll see it in the podcast description. While That's you're right. there, leave us a five star review. And yep. bottomless uh, coffee. Do that. Leave a five star review. Do that a five star there too. Comments are also so fun. So fun. Write a fun comment. No, that's at the Aaron with an E, and it's weird, but T-H-E. we'll get used to it. Yeah, that is that is one thing I've said, and I do say it sometimes. It just is. I'm, I don't know. Whenever it's I get part of your brand, Aaron. whenever I get branded for something, fucking Trader Joe's reviews still stick with me. <laughs> I haven't done a Trader Joe or Trader Joe's review in no. years. And I still, like, I love your reviews. I'm like, when did you see, what are you talking about? So at a certain point, you kind of have to, I'm like, I can't, I want to, I want people to be like, that's so fun. But also like, that's not my brand. Well, yeah. sometimes you can't help. And Simone. Yeah. Simon. That's right. It's your birthday two days ago. (gasps) Two days ago. Yeah. Um, Happy birthday. Feeling a little older. Feeling a little wiser. Thank you. (laughs) I'm getting older. I can no longer say I'm in my 20s. No. You could, but it would be a lie. That's mm-hmm. true. I am really fascinated by Are people. you going to lie? Oh. I think when I need to. No, I'm bad at it. I'm bad at it. I'm really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very good at lying, but I don't like to do it. Outside yeah. mm-hmm. of, I love to trick people into thinking, <laughs> to like convincing them of something that's so impossible for like a minute before I'm like, of course that's not true. Like, sure. of yeah. course elephants aren't in Minneapolis right now. <laughs> like, of course, like, why? You know who you'd get a lot? Eric. Eric. I know, I've gotten him plenty of times. <laughs> he just takes everything Gullible. at face value and Gullible. he believes people. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you though, Simon? You can find me at The Realist Simon. If you want to follow my eclectic Spotify playlist, you can uh, search up I Love This playlist and, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, send him a DM. Say happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. it's it's belated, so if you do it at this point, we're going to know it's the podcast and not you actually being a genuine Which is great. Person. That's, um, that is still appreciated. We'll take it. We we'll will take, take it. it. We'll take um, it. Send, I got a lot of work to do here, listeners, but I'm on it. I'm, I'm sorry, send <laughs> edibles if you're Indeed Brewery or whoever is doing that local THC drink. Whoever it is. Yeah. Hit us up, baby. We'll take it. We will give you so much advertising. 
you'll be like, I paid for like a 10 second spot. We'll mention you literally the entire podcast. <laughs> and we'll, every we'll, other word. You'll hear us slurp in it. That's right. We'll do an ASMR podcast episode for just you. for that. Yeah. And follow our podcast at Bufferflop Podcast on Instagram. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's really good. It's a great Instagram. No, it's wow. it, it, it is what it is. <laughs> just take it. She is who she is. She is who she is. <laughs> All right. Um, this was so fun. I'm so, so happy. Fun. Um, see y'all in a week. Bye. 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 Thanks. <laughs>